0: Hello and welcome to Endurance Minded. It's the podcast that aims to redefine what it means to reach our full potential by exploring how movement and mindset impacts our lives and how we can all work to show up as the best versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Taylor Thomas, founder and coach at TEC. Today we're gonna talk about how to navigate summer busyness. So for lack of a better way to describe it or explain it, in the Northern hemisphere, this time of year tends to get really busy. So um, as summer comes up on us, as kids get out of school, as uh, events ramp up, as any number of things start to escalate and more and more um, opportunities present themselves to fill our days, uh, this time of year tends to get very busy. And so for those of you in the Northern hemisphere, you're going to be in this place right now for our listeners that are not in the Northern Hemisphere, um, even if it's not summer. just You can think about this as a season in your life. So all these things are going to apply no matter what season it is. But I wanted to talk about this um, as a timely episode because it's something that I've seen come up more and more in the conversations I'm having with people recently, and what I'm sensing and what I'm hearing is that people are looking ahead at this time, um, looking ahead into the summer months, typically that's June, July, and August, looking ahead into those months with a bit of dread, right, So, so the language that they're using to talk about this time period is one that is already filled with stress, with dread, with um, a bit of frantic energy um, with um, emotions and feelings that are already kind of doom and gloom or damaging and the reason that this time period is is hectic is, is for good reason there's several things that can play into this um, typically there's an increase in travel so classic summer family vacation right if you're lucky enough to be able to, Take time away in the summertime, go on a trip uh, with your loved ones, your partner, your family, kids, whomever that is. This is something that takes time and energy, right? It's it's a great thing, but it's something on the calendar. And typically it's, you know, multiple days up to several weeks. Um, If you have kids, kids are out of school. So what this typically means is that instead of kids going to school, they're They're doing something else, right? They're involved in camps and sports and, um, you know, workshops during the day. And then they're at home more. And so we have to, uh, as parents, you have to find things for them to do and how to occupy them. And you want them to be engaged and excited. And so the list goes on. If you're in that place, that's certainly part of the conversation with people that I'm having. So there's also the training component, right? So if you identify uh, as an athlete, if you're someone who sets goals in the form of events and races, um, or even if they're just um, goals that are initiatives or objectives, those things typically happen uh, in the summertime. The weather is better, the days are longer, trails are clear, mountains, whatever it is, typically summer is when those things happen. So it's another layer on our schedule, right? Not only is it, is it something that we have to show up to, it's something we have to prepare for. So typically the summer is a time period when we are asking more of ourselves from a time commitment when it comes to exercise. We're asking more of our bodies. Um, so you can see how these things are starting to stack, right? We're asking more of ourselves. Others are asking more of us. Um, typically things will ramp up during, uh, from a work perspective as well. Maybe there's more work travel. Maybe there are events with work right? Summer is just when things happen. And the reason that I want to, to um, talk specifically about this season is, again, what I'm hearing from people is um, a lack of excitement and a mindset and a language that is already setting them up for failure. And failure is in terms of a lack of engagement, a lack of presence, a lack of excitement, and more again, this kind of doom and gloom mentality, this, oh, you know, I'm staring down the barrel of summer, we have so much to do, there's so much going on, I still wanna get my own goals accomplished, I I wanna train, I wanna go to this race or these multiple races, Um, work is busy, the list goes on. So that's a lot, right? I'll start by saying that it is different. It should feel different when seasons in our life are more dynamic. It is only realistic and only makes sense that we think about them and treat them differently. So we'll get into that a little bit later, but I want to acknowledge that I'm not advocating for the fact that it's not a big deal, right? If there is more on your plate, there's more travel, more time, more expectations from family, friends, so on. Of course, Of course, that matters. Of course, it feels different. Of course, it impacts how we move through our days. It's going to impact our mindset. That's why I want to talk specifically about this season. Today, I want to give you some tools and some shifts to help you think differently about this time period so that you can set yourself up for success so that it doesn't feel like you're staring down the barrel of a gun and there's this impending doom of this this constant onslaught of activities and things and schedule, um, that it's something that you can look forward to. And I think, like we've talked about a lot on this show, so much of how we experience something is how we go into it. Meaning so much of what the enjoyment that we get out of the process, the enjoyment that we get out of any experience is largely based on the mindset that we have when we go into that thing. It is very hard to adjust and adapt once we're in it, right? We can do it. If you're already in that space, if things are already fired up for you, if you're already feeling like you're full gas, you can certainly deploy these things uh, in real time while you're in the thick of it. But the hope is that this is going to get to people before we really get into the throws fully of summer and that you can make some mindset shifts that are going to set you up for success ahead of time. If you're like me, you know how important it is to fuel your activities and ensure you're recovering properly in between workouts. That's where the Amino Company comes in. With their products, Heal and Perform, I'm able to access sustained energy and increased power output during my workouts, as well as recover faster and more efficiently. I use Heal for recovery. It's a 100% science-backed formula that was originally developed for astronauts to maintain muscle mass in space. Taking HEAL after my training has allowed me to increase my recovery and decrease soreness, making my body feel stronger and healthier overall. This patented science-backed amino acid blend is designed to replenish your sore muscles after tough workouts. Heal's great for post-workout nutrition and is scientifically more than three times more efficient at triggering muscle growth and repair than any other protein source. PERFORM is my go-to for before and during training sessions. PERFORM has been scientifically proven to improve muscle performance, reduce fatigue and recovery times, and increase the benefits from your workouts. PERFORM is formulated to minimize muscle breakdown during exercise and maximize muscle growth after exercise. Since taking PERFORM, I've seen increases in my maximal strength in the gym as well as feel the benefits during endurance training. It provides sustained and lasting energy throughout my day without any crash or harmful side effects. I've been using Perform and Heal from the Amino Company daily, and I've seen huge improvements in both my performance and recovery. As a business owner and athlete, I'm beyond excited to have found something that helps me get the most out of my training and recovery so that I can maximize my precious training time. So right now... When you visit aminoco.com backslash EM30 and use the discount code EM30 at checkout, you get 30% off. So if you're looking to take your recovery to the next level and try science-backed products designed to boost your performance by up to three times, then visit aminoco.com backslash EM30 and use the discount code EM30, that's EM30 at checkout, to get 30% off plus a free gift with purchase. That's aminoco.com backslash EM30. Use offer code EM30 at checkout. So let's talk about how to think differently about the months ahead so that you have a mindset that sets you up for success. What can we do? There's any number of ways to think about a busy time period. And again, we're talking specifically about summer. I did want this to be a timely conversation because it is a very real place that many people are at. Um, And it tends to be that, again, lots of things ramp up this time of year. However, we can think about this, again, as any busy season. So I want you to reflect on any time period, or if you find yourself later in the year in a time period where you're looking ahead, and I want to paint this scenario very clear for everyone so that you can put yourself in this situation. Imagine you're talking to someone or you're thinking about what you have to do for the next several months, right? Again, this could be any time of year. And what's it feel like when you describe that, right? What I'm hearing, particular or specific to, to, the, to the months that are coming up June, July, and August, and Into September, and so on, is, ah, we got so much to do. We've got to go see family here. We want to take a trip. Uh, I'm trying to fit a race in in July. Um, My partner's work is ramping up, Uh, they're traveling a fair amount. Um, You know, the kids are out of school. I'm trying to find stuff for them to do. you know, I, I still am trying to, to cook dinner and, and eat healthy and, and prioritize my workout, right? You can hear the energy there and, and insert your own language and scenarios. But I want you to just imagine what it would look like to describe that season in your life and the language that you use to do so. If, you're, if you find yourself in kind of that general sentiment of frustration, being frantic, or frenetic, um, feeling like things are out of control, already feeling like you're behind the eight ball. Um, potentially, it's, it's feeling like you don't have any control over your schedule. There's too much vying for your time. If, if, that's, if that's just the general place that you're at, again, that sentiment is something that you resonate with, I want you to pay attention. This is for you. And again, if you're not there right now, most of us will be there at some point in our life. So this is a chance to right the ship, get out of that negativity, and deploy some tools so that we can think about these things in a different way. We can actually look forward to these next several months and be productive and not feel like we're behind the eight ball. So how do we think differently? Let's start with a mindset shift. And for those of you that listen to this show, you know that I'm a big believer in language. The language that we use sets the tone for how we treat ourselves, how we treat others, how we think about things, how we accomplish our goals, how we define success and failure. The list goes on. So a really important language shift is that I want you to think about, or really get to a place where you can believe that all of these things on your plate, the travel, the work, the goals, the whatever, all of these things are happening for you and not to you. So again, a very distinctive language shift. And I'll I'll elaborate on what That means and why it's important. When we think about things happening to us, it puts us in a couple of positions. One, it puts us in a position where we feel like we don't have any control. We feel like these things are being ascribed to our lives, to our schedules, to how we think about ourselves, and how we move through our days. And that puts us in a position where we feel like we don't have any control, and it makes us nervous, it makes us anxious, Um, It's not a position that most people enjoy being in. It's certainly not a position that most people thrive in. Arguably, I would say it's a position that no one thrives in. When you feel like things are being thrust onto you or happening to you, and you don't have any control over that. And again, that very much captures that sentiment of looking ahead to the next several months and not being excited, already feeling some amount of doom or, or anxiety. Or stress. So if we can shift that to thinking about all of these things in front of us as happening for us, this is a massive shift. Because the first thing that happens is it's a mindset that shifts us into abundance and opportunity versus scarcity. So when things are happening to us, we're scrambling. We don't know if we can catch up. We don't know if there's enough time. We don't know if we can accomplish our goals. That's, that's a scarcity mindset, right? We're constantly running to catch up because we're not sure if we can get to a place where we're actually going to be able to accomplish the things we want to accomplish. We're not sure if we're going to be able to arrive at a place where we feel confident and comfortable in how we move through our days. That's a scarcity mindset. That's a bad place to be. If we can shift to thinking about this as happening for us, that's abundance and opportunity. Immediately, there's a framework shift there, right? So if it's happening for us, I get to engage. I get to go on a trip. I get to go on vacation. I get to spend extra time with my family. Um, I get to dedicate time to myself to reach my athletic goals, right? These are opportunities. These are places that we can actually sink our teeth into. We can actually work to be better, to show up more, to be present. So, if you feel like things are happening to you, or you're not excited about them, or again, you feel like by ascribing these things to your schedules, uh, to putting these things on the calendar, that it's getting more and more out of your control. Time is getting crunched, you're getting worn thin, you're stressed, you're anxious. That means that you're in, or I want you to think critically about whether or not you feel like you're in a scarcity mindset. Odds are you are, and that's fine, we can all get there. But I want you to shift to this is happening for you. These are all opportunities, and this is can be a place of abundance. This is a huge shift when we get into stressful situations. Typically, when we are stressed, we go into scarcity mindset. When we are not stressed, we are in abundance right? That can be with money. That can be with exercise. That can be with our time. It can be with any portion or segment of our life. Stress, scarcity, bad place to be, right? Because we're scrambling. We're anxious. We're stressed. We're not sure. And we're not confident in our ability to manage that scenario. So we make decisions out of a place of stress and scarcity. Shifting that language. Again, getting ahead of it. So literally telling yourself, this is happening for me." These are all great opportunities. This is a place of abundance. It's going to massively shift just how you think about that time in front of you, how you go into this space and this season so that you can enjoy it. So, next thing is to reframe expectations. So, if you've listened to this show before, you know that this is something that I've talked about a lot. It's a recurring theme. And it's recurring because it's critical that we align expectations with what's going on in our life. Now, it doesn't mean that we, we don't hold ourselves accountable or we can't hold ourselves to high standards, but it means that we need to make sure that our expectations are in alignment with the season of our life. And so, where often, where I often see that um People falter in this, in this arena is that we maintain the exact, or the expectation is that we maintain the exact same expectations all the time, no matter what. right? So life changes around us, our available time shifts, how we need to move through our days, our actual schedule can change, which is going to impact everything in our life but we don't make any adjustments in terms of expectations in terms of expectations of our available time, expectations of how we show up for ourselves, how we show up for others, how we set goals, how we define success and failure in all areas of our lives. So I just want to encourage you to potentially reframe your expectations. An example of that would be if you have to you have a goal event in July, and you have a certain amount of exercise that you need to get in to prepare for this event. So you're in the buildup, you're starting your process, but you also have um, family barbecue on the weekends. You're going on a trip the following week with family or for work or whatever. It doesn't make sense to think about how you show up for yourself in the exact same way that you did before those events were on your calendar, right? So if the family barbecue is all day on Saturday, and that's typically your long training day, what are we gonna do, right? Typically there's a lot of stress that comes with that scenario. That type of thing plays out every single day, every single week in athletes' lives around the world. How do we reframe expectations? Could be any number of ways. Do we shorten our training session? Maybe that's just not the day, for the long run. One specific workout does not make or break anything. So if it needs to be shorter, fine. Can we shift it? Does it happen on Sunday? Now, if it happens on Sunday, does that mean that we need to arrange other things in alignment with how that day is gonna go? Maybe it's childcare. Maybe it's having a conversation with our partner about how that day is gonna be spent, what's important to us how they can help us show up for our, for our own goals so that we can show up for others. You can see that this conversation, what this requires is a real knowledge and a real knowing of all of the components required to move things forward, right? Nothing happens in isolation. So we can't think about one thing in a silo and then expect everything else to respond in kind. So Again, it's not that we don't hold ourselves accountable. It's not that we don't show up for ourselves or show up for our goals and our responsibilities, but it does require a reframing sometimes, right? That it's not realistic to imagine those days to play out exactly how they always have if things are different around us, if the scenario and the context is different. So in whatever scenario that plays out for you, it doesn't have to be through the lens of training. Maybe Saturday is, you know, Typically, a day where you go out to breakfast and you hang out and you go for a nice walk. Um, but again, maybe you're traveling. There's a family barbecue. It's the 4th of July here in the, here in the States. Whatever it is, how, how do we reframe that? Right? What are our expectations for how we move through that time? That reframing, the reason that I bring that up is because what that does is it allows us to alleviate a massive amount of front-loaded stress. Right? Because if we, if, we, if we maintain exactly the same expectations without context, it, it makes us stressed and anxious before the thing even happens. Right, Use my first example. How am I going to get my training session in? I got this barbecue. Um, I need to be there for family. My partner, I got to cook something. What am I going to get right? So the whole week leading up to it or weeks leading up to it, you're nervous and stressed and anxious about how all these pieces and parts are gonna play out. A simple reframe, get ahead of it, alleviates that stress. What that does, it allows you to also show up in other areas of your life because what stress doesn't do is stay isolated to one component of your life. If you're feeling stressed about one area, I guarantee you that stress is showing up in other places. So by alleviating stress and anxiety in one particular area, it's actually gonna help every area of your life. So. Reframe your expectations when time periods are busy, or when things are different, or again, the context and the scenarios are different. Next is to schedule for success. So what do I mean by that? I want you to get ahead of it. I want you to think in advance. I want you to backdate to ensure that you have enough runway to reach your goals. So, the scenario is typically that we get a week before a thing, right? We'll use a family vacation as an example. And you realize you have all these things that you want to accomplish, all these things left undone. And it's a mad scramble to get some version of those things done. Typically, you do them in a way that's not in alignment with your expectations, the standards you have for yourself. You have loose ends, you have things that aren't tidied up at work or home or with friends and family and so on, and, and, and you leave feeling frantic, right? I imagine that all of you listening can put yourself in that position. We've all been there, right? Something is on our schedule. We have a busy time period, and lo and behold, it seems like it sneaks up on us. And then we're put in a position where we're reactive we're scrambling, we're frantic, burning the candle at both ends, We're feeling tired, burnout, anxious, stressed, and so on. What I want you to do right now is to look ahead. Start to put together a framework of what it's going to look like or what it could look like to manage that time more productively. It doesn't have to wait to the last week. Anything that you know is coming up put it on your schedule and then think backwards. What do I need to accomplish? What's it going to take to prepare for this? How much time am I going to need to pack? How much time am I going to need to work? When can I fit in time for exercise for myself? What is the travel time realistically going to cost? Right. Try to think ahead to all the scenarios so you can get ahead of it. Right? It doesn't have to be A frantic time period. We don't have to be taken by surprise when these things come up. And I know that sounds simple, but I have conversations with people all the time that act surprised that a trip that they've had planned for six months is coming up next week. You can get ahead of it, right? You can be proactive, and you can take charge of your schedule. And think about, again, what does it look like to actually be prepared so that that week is less frantic, is less stressed. So I'm not pressed. Everything's not waiting to the last minute. I'm not staying up at midnight the night before I leave to get my uh, work done for the deadline that I've known about for four months, right? And I'm not saying that to make anyone feel bad or put you in a position to make you feel like you're doing something wrong. You're not, again, this is the human condition. We've all been there. I've done it. I'm saying this because I've been there and I felt how shitty it feels. I've had conversations with people and seen how stressful those time periods can be and that we can get ahead of it. You can change that narrative and you can change how that plays out in your life so that it's not so disruptive. One of the things too, from a scheduling perspective, is I want to encourage you to not overcommit. When all of these things are going on, be critical about what you commit to, specifically around time periods of of more busyness. Right. So again, you got a family vacation coming up, or you're traveling for a race or an event, or you just have an event that weekend, don't say yes. Don't overcommit the week before and the week after, right? Think critically about that time. How much time are you going to need? Is there an opportunity to set yourself up for success? What we tend to do is we dramatically overestimate what we can do in very short periods of time, right? So in time periods like a week and a month, we think that we can get a ton of things done. So we overcommit, we say yes, because we say, well, that's not a big deal. I can knock that out before I leave. right? We say yes to work, to family, friends, relationships, errands, whatever it is. Think critically about your time. Don't overcommit. We, again, drastically overestimate what we can get done in short periods of time. We also drastically underestimate what we can get done in longer periods of time. Periods of time like, like a year and multiple years. So can you space those things out, right? If there's things that you can say no to, or if there's things that need to be done, but you can ask for support in them, do that, right? So instead of running that errand, can your partner do it? Can it wait till tomorrow? Can it wait till you get back? Instead of, right, it's all of these little things that compile and compound to create this reactive stressful scenario. So I really want to challenge everyone to take charge of their schedule right, and get ahead of it. Anything that you know is happening this summer, put it on your schedule and backdate. What's it going to look like? right? Take into account all of the other things you have going on, the other responsibilities, your goals, things you want to accomplish. What does it actually look like to do that in a way where you have control? And you're not scrambling. It's possible, I promise. But it takes a proactive approach. And it takes wanting to be out of that scenario as well. I think that's one of the most important things to recognize. Is that you, have to, you have to want to do it better. You have to want to not be frantic and stressed and anxious. If you're fine with that, totally fine. If you want to do it better, if you want to feel better, if you want to actually enjoy it and be present, scheduling is a big part of it. Next piece is to have an attitude of gratitude. So I'm sure a lot of you have heard that, but it really is true. And it's very similar to the language shift that we talked about earlier that is, that it's happening for you and not to you. And really, what these things are is they Are opportunities. And more specifically, it's a chance to be present and thankful that you have multiple places that you can put your energy. It really is a gift. It's a great opportunity that you have multiple things going on, multiple outlets that you can show up for in different ways and engage and build memories, and experiences, and engage in different opportunities. And this this is an important shift, because when we are stressed, when we are anxious, we need to remember this. We need to have an attitude of gratitude. We need to know for a fact that if you are a person that has multiple opportunities and things going on, and trips, and schedules, and events, and goals, and fantastic. What an amazing opportunity to get to show up in different ways with different people in your life so that you can have dynamic and deep experiences over the course of the summer. And I think that that, while that sounds straightforward, and I don't want to sound existential, or sound like, like you don't appreciate it or you don't enjoy it or you don't realize how lucky you are the very fact of the matter is is that when we get in into the meat of it when we get in that space i guarantee you that most of us are not thinking about it from a place of gratitude right we're just wanting it to be over right i just want things to calm down i just want to be able to get back to my routine I just want to be able to insert whatever it is. These busy seasons of our lives are, are great opportunities. It's an opportunity to refine our process. It's an opportunity to change our mindset. It's an opportunity to be grateful. It's an opportunity, again, most importantly, to show up and be present in multiple areas of our lives. And if we go into this season with that in mind, it's gonna to totally shift how you think about things. So I want you to try it. I want you to really say, you can come up with a mantra, you can write it down, you can meditate on it, whatever works for you, but I want you to think about having an attitude of gratitude. I want you to think about what it actually looks like to be present for all these things. What would that take? Right, if you could really show up fully For your busy work schedule, time that your kids are out of school, the other things that they're engaged in, family travel, the race or event that you put on the calendar, the training that's required for that. What would it look like to really be present and really engage in that process for each of those things? And then how will all of those things come together? Because again, nothing happens in a silo. So all those things are connected right? How you show up for yourself is how you show up for others. How you're present for one thing is how you're present for another. So really think about that. I want you to think about how those things can be connected. How can they actually help support one another? And how can you think about this, all of these things as opportunities to be better, to again, refine your process, think critically, and actually show up in a way that allows you to be engaged and be. Um, excited versus feeling like you're overworked and run down and burnt out. So next is that some things can wait, right? So the real fact of the matter is, like I said earlier, is that we overcommit. And we're certainly in a place now in society where it is believed that everything is of maximal importance. That everything has to happen now. We got to return that email as fast as possible. We got to get that project done as quick as possible. We got it right. Whatever that is, we have put a premium on speed. And the real fact of the matter is, is that most things are not life or death. Most things can wait. Most things can certainly wait a couple of days. A lot of things can wait a couple of weeks, and some things can wait a couple of months, a year. So I want you to really think about whether or not this is the season for certain things. Right? So instead of just saying yes, instead of putting a premium on speed, is it the season for certain goals? tasks, right? Maybe there's something you want to do around the house, right? You have a house project. You want to work on the landscaping, right? Whatever it is. Is this the best time? Right? We all like to get outside and do house projects in the summer, but if the next few months are hectic, busy, you have things that really are priorities, things that are taking up your time, is this the season to tackle another project? Right, now you can answer yes to that, and that's fine. But you can also think critically and say, you know, this can wait till September. This can wait till October. And that's fine too. So part of it's relinquishing the pressure that we put on ourselves. This also goes back to expectation reframing, right? We may have decided or put expectations on ourselves that we would get all of these things done by a certain time. I'm going to get that house project done by the end of August. Is there an opportunity to reframe? Right, Because in all actuality, maybe it doesn't matter. Maybe it can wait. Maybe it's not the highest and best use of your time. And if we can be honest with ourselves about the things that can wait, it frees up inordinate amount of time for the things that can't or the things that we are most passionate about where we want to put our energy so it's also not just about deadlines it's not necessarily a project based practice what it's really about is about freeing up bandwidth to put our energy in places that we want not spreading ourselves too thin and what we need to do is we need to be honest about what we say yes to, right? When you have the opportunity to commit to something, to add something to your list, to define the task that you want to do, the projects you want to get done, the goals that you want to set, I want you to be honest about what actually is going to add value and use that to so think about what you're gonna say yes to. If it doesn't add value during the season, if it adds more stress than it's worth, take a step back. Right again, some things can wait. Getting it all done super fast does not mean that it's good. Right? It doesn't mean that we've done our best work. It doesn't mean that we've shown up as the best version of ourselves. So the premium on speed can be relaxed right and then put that energy where it does matter there are things that need to be done now there are things that need to be done this week today this month before you leave for your trip that's fine that's life shift your energy to those things i'm i'm advocating for the fact that i guarantee you some of those things on your list some of those things rolling around in your head that you feel like you need to check off in the next couple weeks or months or this summer can wait those are the things i want you to relinquish Those are the things I want you to be honest about whether or not you can say no to. Just work to free up some space. And there are opportunities there, right? Maybe it's just one thing, but it all makes a difference. It all adds up. Some total of that energy expenditure is really important, and it really matters. And last but not least, I want you to continue to make time for yourself. So the only way to enjoy this time period, to really be engaged, to accomplish all of the things that we've talked about, both physically and from a mindset perspective, is to continue to show up for yourself. So what we see happen time and time and time again is that when things get busy, when we move into busy seasons of our life... We fall to the bottom of our own to-do list. Right? See, this happen every day with athletes that are busy. Their consistency gets, gets kicked out the window. Their ability to show up for themselves falters because they put everything else first. The fact that they are busy makes them feel like they don't have time for themselves. I want right now, for you to commit and believe that the only way for you to do any of this is to show up for yourself. You have to fill your cup up first. The busier you get, the more imperative it is that you show up for yourself. So what do I mean by make time for yourself? Right? As you guys know, exercise is part of the equation for me a consistent movement practice. I don't care what you do. You don't have to train for a marathon. You don't have to ride your bike 100 miles. You don't have to do a triathlon. You can do those things if you're into it. Great. I want you to do something physical. Walk, do yoga, Pilates, stretch, whatever that is. A consistent movement practice Working to consistently engage in a physical way with our bodies reframes how we show up in the world. That has to stay consistent. So, that's one way I'm talking about showing up for yourself, making time for yourself. The other time is time to be present. Do not fill every single vacant minute with something. Leave space. Now, you're saying, Taylor, I'm super busy. I got a million things to do. I don't have any space. You do, I promise. It's there. You have to think critically. You have to take charge of it. But you have 10 minutes just to think, just to sit quietly. You can do breath work, you can meditate. You cannot do any of that. You can have a cup of coffee and look out the window. I don't care. You have to get back some of that time. And when you do that, that small moment of presence allows you to to come into other scenarios where you don't have that opportunity Centered, reinvigorated, present, clear, concise. So, the busier you are, the more important it is, the more critical it is to make time for yourself. There's two ways that I want you to do that. I want you to do it again through a physical practice, and I want you to create some small moment to just be present, to just be quiet and check in. Literally, two minutes. Wake up, walk outside, the weather's nice, just take a breath. I'm not asking for a long, drawn-out meditation practice, some morning routine that takes two and a half hours. Be realistic. I get it. We're all busy, but you have time. We we make time for the things we prioritize. I want you to prioritize yourself. So amidst all of this, don't let yourself slip to the bottom of your own to-do list. It happens. And you might be saying right now, I won't do that. I hope you don't, but it's important to get ahead of it. Go ahead and commit because it gets harder and harder to do as we get more and more into the thick of it, right? We're tired, right? We don't feel like we have the energy. When am I going to make the time? I still need to sleep. I want to eat good food, right? You have to set yourself up for success. You can't be reactive and wonder where that time is going to come from once you're in the thick of it. Go ahead and get ahead of it. That's part of the scheduling piece that I talked about earlier. When does it happen? Block it out in your schedule. Talk to those around you. Make sure your family's on board. It takes support. But I promise it's the thing that will allow you to enjoy all of this. Because it's what refills your tank. It's what gives you the energy to go out and do these things. right? And then very, very truthfully, it's what gives you the physiological energy to actually engage in life. A consistent movement practice, being physically fit, allows you to go out in the world and have energy. Be engaged. Be active. Have experiences. Go on that trip. Do that thing. And really really sink your teeth into it. Now, if your idea of a trip is sitting on a beach in a chair with an umbrella drink, relaxing, that's awesome too. But there is a component of that that requires energy, right? And the way to refill that energy is to show up for yourself. So I really, I want to end on this note because it's something that I believe strongly in and I see it slip so many times with people with the best of intentions. Now, I'll say how you show up for yourself can look differently during this time of year, right? If you're busy and you typically exercise for an hour a day and things are nuts and you've got stuff going on on both ends of the day and busy work and travel, let's realign expectations. Right? Is, it, is it an hour four to five times a week versus every day? Is it 30 minutes a day? Do we need to make sure that we align how we show up for ourselves with our schedules? The days that are super busy, maybe it's a 15-minute walk. The days where we have more time, we can give that hour. Right? So again, there's a fluidity there. Don't be too hardline. Whereas you say, well, if I can't do my hour, then it's not worth it at all. There is flexibility there. But I want you to show up for yourself, and I want you to put that as a top priority, because I promise it's the thing that's going to allow you to really enjoy this time period and really feel like you can engage fully. So, quick recap. All right, We went over lots. First and foremost, this is happening for you, not to you. Lead with that. Make that mindset shift. Mindset of abundance and opportunity versus scarcity massive change. Next is to reframe your expectations. Right, if the, if the external context changes, it makes sense that we need to change our expectations. We need to adapt and be fluid. Things don't have to stay the same. Make sure that that's rectified in your mind. Right, The expectations that we set on our time and ourselves need to be in alignment with what's realistic. That's where so much stress comes from. If you can adjust expectations, it relinquishes so much of that stress and anxiety at the onset. Schedule for success. Get ahead of it. You know that a lot of this is coming. Take a second to plan. Right, Think critically about your time. Don't overcommit. Think about what you want to get done. What does that week before your travel look like? What does it look like to get the training in you need to, to show up for your race prepared? Whatever it is, schedule for success. And start now. Plan your summer out. Get ahead of it. Next is to have an attitude of gratitude. It's a chance to be present. Be thankful. You have multiple places to put your energy. What an amazing opportunity. Right? Simple as that. This is a good thing. You have nothing but opportunity in front of you and lots of diverse and dynamic opportunities for you to sink your teeth into and be present. Next is that some things can wait. right? Plain and simple, speed is not the primary value proposition here. So if there are things you can put off for another month, another season, another week, another day, shift those things around. right? Be honest about what you need to say yes to and be brutally honest about what you need to say no to or what you can say no to for this season doesn't mean that it has to totally go away, but make sure that you realize that some things can wait. Last but not least, most importantly, my soapbox, my passion project, the thing that I care most about in the world is that I want you to show up for yourself. I want you to make time for yourself. I want you to make time for yourself in two ways. I want you to make time with a consistent movement practice. Again, that can change. It doesn't have to be a 10-mile run every day. Right, align that practice with what's realistic based on the constraints of your time. But I want you to stay consistent. I want you to show up for yourself in some physical way. doesn't matter what it is. The other way I want you to show up for yourself and make time for yourself is just take a second to be present. Don't fill every waking moment with doing something just for the sake of being busy. We have placed a premium in this society on being busy. That is not the measure of productivity. That is not the measure of success. By all means, be busy. Do things you care deeply about. Fill your days with stuff where you're engaged and you're productive. But I promise you, one, you do have a second. Right, Take a moment, a couple minutes, just to breathe, take a breath, have a cup of coffee, and be critical about how you fill your time. So when you make that time for yourself, what it allows you to do is show up in other areas of your life where you're actually engaged. You have energy. You can be present because you've done that for yourself. right? How we show up for ourselves is how we show up for others. If you're putting yourself last, well, I promise you, you're showing up uh, towards the bottom of your full potential for others as well and other scenarios. So, I want you to enjoy this season. Summer's kicking off. School's about to get out. Lots of opportunity. Long days. Great opportunities to engage. Amazing stuff on the horizon. It's all good stuff. But take a second to set yourself up for success. Leverage these mindset shifts, these tools, these things that I've told you to actually be in a position to enjoy this season and get the most out of it. As always, thank you so much for those of you that have rated and subscribed and shared Endurance Minded. If you've yet to do so, please take a second. Rate Endurance Minded on your favorite platform. Subscribe. We release a new episode every other Tuesday at noon. If you subscribe, you'll get up to date and make sure that you don't miss it. So many of these concepts build on one another. So, listening, And staying in tune, staying in contact helps you develop your skills, your mindset, um, because you get more exposure to these things from previous episodes. And please share it. If this episode resonates or another one that you've listened to, share it with a friend. Send it along. Can't thank you enough for your support. Last but not least, thomasendurancecoaching.com. For everything that we talk about on this podcast, we support at TEC. Our coaching staff is massively passionate about supporting individuals through all phases of life, any type of exercise, so they can show up for themselves and reach their full potential. So if you need support in that space, if you're not sure what a consistent movement practice looks like, if you feel like you're unable to manage your time, you're falling short of your goals, and expectations for yourself. You're unable to hold yourself accountable. Whatever that is, that's what TEC is for. So go to thomasendurancecoaching.com. You can click the button in the top right and we'd love to hear from you. We always offer a free introductory call with any of our coaching team. We'd love to talk to you if we can support you in any way. Lastly, quick note. If you're looking for an opportunity to engage, June 1st, That's next Thursday. We are going to be doing our first summer kickoff event with TEC. That's going to be a virtual class with the entire TEC coaching team, as well as anyone who wants to come. We're inviting people from our larger community. It's going to be a chance to get your mindset right, as well as your body right, for summer. We're going to do a quick mobility course led by one of our coaches uh, we're also going to have um, our mental performance coach weigh in with some mindset, tip, mindset tips. We're going to have our own staff dietitian weigh in with some nutrition tips. We're also going to have time at the end for a Q and A. As a free course, um, it's a free opportunity to show up, engage with the larger community, and really get a tremendous amount of value to set yourself up for the summer. Get your body and your mind right so that you can really engage and be in a place where you can tackle this head-on and be excited about it. Um, You can find more information on our Instagram at TEC. That's at Thomas Endurance Coaching. All the information is in our bio. All you need to do is reserve your spot. So if you're looking for a place to engage, that is it. Again, that's a free opportunity. We're doing this for the community because we believe in it. We want to set you up for success. That is June 1st. It's nine in the morning mountain time. um, And it's going to be a real casual, fun event and a chance to get to know our coaching team as well as other athletes and again, set you up for success. So um, again, all information at Thomas Endurance Coaching on Instagram. Um, You can find out about our summer kickoff event there. Thanks as always for your support. I'll see you next time on Endurance Minded.